Hola everybody, it's Kaipachi with the Weekly Pele Report. Uh, this one is for August 13th of 2023. we got some teepees here, we've got some yurts, got some domes, got it all going on at Lake Wakana. Uh, we're here at the uh, Cadiz, Spain for a workshop on how to find love, peace, and harmony in an increasingly hostile world. And that involves healing, healing from the trauma and the stress of this hostile environment that we're dealing with these days. And I'm going to talk about that because the sun is in Virgo, Mercury is in Virgo, the moon has moved into Virgo, it's opposing Saturn as I speak, it's going to be coming up to conjoin with Mercury before we have a new moon at 21 degrees 59 minutes of Virgo. She's going to keep on moving into Libra by Friday. And on Friday, hallelujah, Mercury goes direct. <laughs> Has this been like one of the hardest retrograde Mercuries you've ever had or what? It certainly has for me, I'll tell you. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Anyway, yeah. Then we're going to have Mercury, Venus, and Mars all moving direct. So we're going to feel a shift. I, I, I predict a big shift happening on Saturday. Uh, Venus, now direct, is doing her last square to Jupiter. Okay. And that moon is going to come up to uh, conjoin with Mars also on Saturday. So with Venus finishing her square to Jupiter with Mercury turning direct, the moon moving out of Virgo into Libra, starting a new moon. It's going to be a start of a new cycle, and I'm going to be talking about that shortly after that. And in fact, we could even say that this new moon is opposite Neptune. Yeah, Neptune's over there at 26 degrees of Pisces. And uh, this new moon is at, you know, almost 22 degrees. So that is uh, clearly, uh, you know, um, in orb for an opposition. And I'm going to be talking about that a little bit, along with Mars that is moving through Libra, is coming into an in conjunct with Jupiter. So Venus square Jupiter, Mars in conjunct Jupiter, and... Moon moving on through Libra into Scorpio by next Monday. We're going to have that moon going into Scorpio. And then it's going to have a T-square. It's going to oppose Jupiter and Uranus and square Venus. That should be very interesting. So let me look at the camera and explain what all that astro babble means. All right, everybody. Where to begin? Where to begin? <laughs> well, first of all, I wanted to get those cows in the background, but uh, they're so small, I guess you may not even be able to see them. Um, sorry about that, but they're very inspiring cows. Cows are amazingly beautiful to me. And they're very cosmic beings. They're horns, actually. All horned animals receive cosmic energies 
down through their horns. Yeah, Steiner talks about it with anthroposophy. That's why you do your biodynamic preparations in a horn of a cow and you bury it. And there's all types of uh, um, processes around that. They are so peaceful. They are so still. They are so slow. And they really digest with their four stomachs. <laughs> and Virgo rules digestion. Yes, Virgo rules integration. Virgo rules separating the wheat from the chaff. Yes, it's critical. It's analytical. This is a time for purging. This is a time for your body cleanses, your liver cleanse, your kidney cleanse, your colon cleanse. Go for it. <laughs> this moon coming around, closing up this cycle. Since this uh, new moon, we're in this balsamic phase. So today I'm teaching about, you know, all about trauma. Yes, we're taking the different planets that have to do with trauma. Uh, through the different signs, aspecting the different personal planets. Uh, because this, you know, healing uh, is a process of releasing trauma, of letting go of that trauma. And even our mantra for this week has also to do with this process of healing, this process of letting go of the trauma and the fact is that we are all traumatized because trauma is the result of either a sudden impact of intense energy okay that is just overwhelming to the individual at any given time in their life and it can be sudden or it can be prolonged so prolonged conditions of stress create a traumatic response in the body and in the emotional body and in the mental body, the astral body, the psychic body. And these are all in your chart, right? These are all, we can look at these with transits, particularly of the outer planets. Yes, Jeffrey Wolf Green wrote a whole big thing on the trauma of the outer planets. Saturn has to do with physical trauma. Pluto has to do with emotional trauma. Uranus has to do with mental trauma. And Neptune has to do with psychic spiritual trauma. And we have these planets going through, right, the transits, transiting your natal planets perhaps, and, you know, bringing up situations, bringing up conditions. For the planet, they're really, you know, bringing up, of course, what? Pluto is moving into Aquarius. And so this, you know, this age of Aquarius that we're entering, okay, and Pluto coming into Aquarius for the next 20 years, okay, right on the cusp is opening up. Okay, that there is this emotional, Pluto is this emotional attachment, and Aquarius, of course, is non-attachment, and it's science, and it's technology, and it's the future, and it's very impersonal, and so we have this movement towards 
Yes, this Pluto moving into Aquarius that is revolutionizing, yes, all of our uh, environment having to do with cell phone towers and Starlink, uh, you know, uh, satellites and, you know, the whole technology craze, okay, you know, is affecting particularly Gaia. We have a planet under stress. And all beings on her are therefore under stress. Those cows are under stress. The bees are under stress, okay? Uh, the birds, the animals, the forests, yes, the whole environment, human beings collectively and individually are under stress. We are all getting stressed out and traumatized, okay, through all of the ad advances of technology and science that are occurring right now, yeah? And let's not forget, Aquarius has to do with the atmosphere. It has to do with the climate. And so our latest, you know, craze now is the climate crisis. And how much the climate crisis or climate change actually has to do with human impact or our carbon footprint is still debatable, yes? But that, does, that has not stopped certain world organizations and governmental organizations for taking steps, okay, to really implement, okay, and... Uh, basically extend their power, overreach their government power, right, into projects and into means and ways of measuring your carbon footprint and then coming up with uh, you know, a carbon tax and coming up with da-da-da-da and other ways and means of limiting our freedom. I don't want to get too political with this. I just want to bring up, okay, this this uh, statement, okay, and this condition, okay, that we are all facing and that we are all confronting as Pluto moves into Aquarius, right, that we will be affected and we will be in ways traumatized, yes, by the, uh, the ever advancing artificial intelligence and all of the computer technology and all of the impacts that that has on our environment, on our physical bodies, our emotional bodies, and our mental bodies. Now this week in particular, the sun is coming into an opposition with Neptune. And Neptune and Pisces in the 12th house has to do with spiritual, psychic trauma. And that trauma is one of disillusionment, where our ideals our hopes, our wishes, our dreams, our innocent longings for love and beauty and protection and oneness and yeah, togetherness are not realized in whole, in full, or in complete. Yes, and this process of disillusionment is an extremely difficult psychic process Okay, it's like a dissolving of a reality, a dissolving of a hope, 
of a dream, of a future that brings us to a Saturnian reality, to a Virgoian earthly reality that is that we need to work, that we need to eat, that we need to exercise, that we need to put forth effort, that we are individual, unique, separate beings. And we have to kind of come out of this dream, come out of this fog, come out of this innocence, into realizing our own unique individual path. And the opposition, the opposition always has to do with relationship. It has to do with projection. It has to do with a transformation. It's a threshold experience, the 180 degree aspect is this threshold experience of coming from being the individual into partnership and relationship. Not losing ourselves in partnership and relationship and other people's needs, other people's wants, other people's desires, but not holding ourselves back and resisting participation in relationship and partnership. So it's kind of not too much relationship, not too little relationship, but again, walking that fine line of balance where I don't lose my essence, I don't lose my son, I don't lose my solar purpose in this relationship, okay? But I do form relationship with something outside of myself to, to enhance, to evolve, to impact, to have an effect to have a greater impact on my, on my world. So there is this whole dance with relationship and partnership. And what I want to get into a little bit with this Neptune-Sun opposition is what I call premature forgiveness. You know, there is this kind of innocent, naive, childish um, approach towards when we are hurt, when someone wounds us, when someone abuses us or violates us or manipulates us or exploits us or steals from us or just hits us over the head, <laughs> okay, you know, or steals from us, okay, I, I mean, it comes in many different ways, yes, and we are traumatized as a result of that. And so part of this trauma, part of this healing process is forgiveness and it is having compassion and understanding the other person that yes they had a bad day or they're homeless and they're flat broke so they broke into my house and they they took some of my money but you know that you know that's you know their that, that's their uh, that's their plight and as a spiritual person, I'm, I'm going to open my heart and I'm going to forgive and forget. And I'm going to allow and accept the situation. Da, 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 da. This can go on in very, very many different ways, shapes and forms. Okay, this can go on with uh, child abuse. Okay, uh, abusive parents, abusive uh, partners or spouses or even, you know, the police or the government or whatever, just, you know, letting people off the hook prematurely. Oh, he was drunk. He didn't know what he was doing. He's really a good person. 
and we and we have ways of just you know letting things slide letting things go but i want to say that when we do this prematurely yes there is a gap in the healing process it can't happen wholly fully and completely because we have not really taken in the full impact of that event of that transgression yes and and as much as there may be reasons for or excuses for you know this situation or that situation the fact remains right the fact remains that a baby okay needs tender loving care and when it does not receive tender loving care okay there is you know it, it, it can affect its whole future its whole psyche its whole uh, you know energetic field and and so it's up to the parents okay to provide this safe secure environment and when the parents don't provide a safe secure environment they have done a misdeed they have done an injustice they have done something that we could say is wrong yeah and i know we get into right and wrong and it's not right to judge and this that and the other thing but um the fact is that we have to judge <laughs> That, that life and every decision is a series of judgments. We can't live without judgment. And there is right and wrong in the physical world. There is life affirming and there is life threatening. Life affirming, we can say, is right. And life threatening, we can say, is wrong. So when they dump, uh, you know, all kinds of chemicals on your food, okay, it is not life affirming. And we can say that that is wrong. When 5G cell towers, okay, shoot out, you know, EMFs, you know, at these cows and uh, the bees and everything, it's not life affirming. We can say it's wrong. Yes, it is wrong. There are wrong things that happen. And it's important. And Virgo says, you know, analyze this, put it under the microscope, really look at what happened. Scorpio is also good at this. We want the truth. Dig it up. Investigate it. Get down to the bottom of the roots. Who done it? Okay, this is very important. Yes? And it's and the what I'm thinking of, the important part, of course, that you know this mantra addresses today, and this new moon in Virgo can address, is that until I fully accept the reality of how deeply I have been affected, that I have been impacted, that this went down to my second chakra and my root chakra, and it, you know, and it did subconscious, unconscious, uh, you know, changes and created fears and insecurities in me, that only 40 years later I am realizing the you know the results of some of those fears and insecurities that resulted from that one little event and it's not little anymore it's big
So I think letting people off the hook with premature forgiveness, yes, is a way of diminishing what happened to us. It's, it's, it's a way of not fully acknowledging how important we are, how important our health is, how valuable our life is. And, and so it's a way of not affirming ourselves, but rather, oh, that's okay, that's okay. I, you know, I can take it, I can manage, I can handle it. You, 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 you know, I'm bigger than that, or I'm spiritual, and I'm, you know, I have a big heart, and it's okay. Now, this, this is not spiritual, okay? This is denial. And it can also come in forms of avoidance. I want to avoid the conflict. I want to avoid talking to my father about what he said when I was five years old, or my mother about what she did when I was 10. I want to avoid this conversation, okay, you know, with my sweetheart, you know, my beloved, because we're, you know, uh, we're planning out, you know, some beautiful experience and I don't want to, you know, rock the boat or tip the apple cart or I, I, I'm not going to, you know, press charges, you know, uh, you know on this person because I'm, I don't want to go through all the, the, the I, so there's all kinds of excuses ways and means of avoiding confrontation, of not really looking at the stark reality that yes, I have been traumatized and I need to heal that trauma. And part of that healing is acknowledging. And then, after I see it, I own it. And I bring it to you, and you own your part in it. And we both do this acknowledgement. It comes into consciousness, and then I can release it. Then I can let it go. Then it's not going to come back. When we, when we forgive prematurely, when we let people off the hook, and we just go, oh, that's okay, I forgive you, it's over, you know, and we do a little fire ceremony, or we do a little baptismal thing, and we just, okay, whoosh, you know, I let that go down the river, not necessarily, I'm sorry, yeah, you may have let a little piece of it go down the river, you may have burned off a little piece of it in your fire ceremony, but until the full gravity and the full weight of that experience is felt emotionally. There's the key. I'm doing the astrology of water. Yeah. In the Bahamas. Yes. Next week, a uh, couple weeks from now, the last week in September, the astrology of water. I'm going to be talking about the astrology of water here. Okay, and I'm, I'm doing another workshop in Florida on Pluto, Scorpio, the eighth house of water. These water houses and water planets, the moon, Pluto, and Neptune. Yes, this water element, this emotional reality is our truth. It is where we are. 
where we exist as human beings is in our emotional bodies, not in our thoughts, ideas, projections, our head, our imagination, our hopes. No, 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 no. Our emotions is where we are. So we want to come into our bodies and our emotions. It's interesting that earth and water are feminine in astrology. Yeah. So we want to come into our feminine. We want to come into our bodies. We want to come into our feelings. We want to come into our emotions and accept the reality of what of what we are really feeling. And then, then we can go forward into the fire and air. Then we can go forward into the future. Then we can move, okay, into this age of Aquarius. So, yeah, you know, we, we, we want to be careful with this sun opposite uh, Neptune that, we, uh, that we, we take off those rose-colored glasses. And it may involve disillusionment. It may involve a situation of, okay, wow, that's, you're not who I thought you were, or that's not what I thought it was, or that was a lie and I thought it was truth and I hung my coat on the wrong hook, uh, you know, and, but really feel it, take it in, and then, then you can move on, then you can heal, yeah? And we can make this new moon in Virgo all about this healing process. We can make it all about letting go of trauma, letting go of the conditioning, the patterning, the past, so that it's like, you know, we can be like an onion that's getting peeled, 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 or you know, an apple peeled, or a banana peeled, and we are emerging, yes, our core, our truth, our unique self, the sun, will be rising out of Virgo into Libra, ready to embrace relationship and partnership by the next Pele report. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, time is flying by. Wow. And so, uh, you know, Mars in conjunct Jupiter. Again, this is a Virgo aspect, 150 degrees. And the 150 degree quincunx in conjunct aspect is again about adjustment and that adjustment is that the heavier planet, Jupiter, okay, wants to, you know, uh, hold on to Mars. And Mars needs to break free, break out of Jupiter. Yeah? So Jupiter wants to expand and keep expanding and keep expanding, just like the United States, just like the United Nations, just like, <laughs> just like every other whatever corporation and, you know, greedy, capitalistic, whatever, right? <laughs> but Mars, this is breaking out of that. Yes, it's that Virgo phase that says, oh no, it's not about eternal expansion. Yes, just like with breathing, we can only inhale so much before it's time to exhale. Yes, every cycle expands and comes back into contraction. So Mars needs to break out. So this can be a time, what, Sun opposite Neptune? Mars in conjunct Jupiter? This can be a time that says, hold your horses, slow down. Uh, you know, uh, don't bite off more than you can chew. This is, this is a time of being, you know, very awake, very aware, okay, and saying, no, 
you know, this, I, I'm, I'm only capable of this much. I'm not going to overspend, overextend, overcommit, you know, pretend or uh, deny or avoid. I mean, Vir Virgo is just all about reality. Yeah. <laughs> and then Venus, its final uh, square to Jupiter. It was uh, the it first came up in square Jupiter at five degrees back in June. Went retrograde at 15 degrees square Jupiter again, August 22nd. And now it's coming back for the third breakaway. Yes? So, it is time. Yes? It's time to, like, really take our relationships to the next level. With truth, honesty, clarity, reality. This Venus wants to, like, really have, okay, this beautiful, expansive, honest, true, natural law, natural truth. You know, in touch with the cows and the earth and nature and the ground. Yes. And set with the sunset and rise with the sunrise. Yeah. So she is, you know, uh, breaking out. And that breaking out is, again, breaking free from the past. So I want to encourage you. We're doing a cacao ceremony, a fire ceremony. You know, we are, this is a good time for letting go of traumas, conditioning, patterning, past uh, events, relationships, occurrences that have happened in your life in preparation for, yeah, Venus is going to break free, Sun's going to break into Libra, Mars is going to, you know, uh, liberate itself from Jupiter, the Sun's going to move past Neptune, opposition. And, yeah, it's like, it's, it's like springtime and it's time to take off the winter fur coat. And at first it's kind of like, oh, well, it's kind of cold or chilly or, you know, that coat was comfy, warm and, but, you know, golly, you're going to be glad you did. <laughs> so. The mantra for this week, yes, forgiving is part of the process of healing when I've been hurt, but helping others to own their part is one thing that has to come first. So I just went through that whole process, right? There is the acknowledgement of how important I am, of how uh, how my feelings, how my body, how my mind, how my spirit has been impacted in a negative way that has, you know, clamped me or held me or limited me or, uh, you know, just denied my truth, my reality. That, that has to be owned. And then it has to be put back out where it was. It's very often a projection. Yes, someone projects something onto us. Oh, you're rich, so I can steal from you. Okay. Oh, you know. Oh, you're pure. Okay, so I want to, you know, invade your temple. Or oh, you're. Da, 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 da. I, yeah, yeah. So, there, so it is. It's also, you know, putting back, taking ownership. Yeah. So this is that Mars also. The Mars stepping into, yes, that in conjunct with Jupiter is going. Pfft, and of course, it's in Libra, yeah, other people. And Libra is also open enemies. 
not just partners and lovers it's business relationships and it is you know enemies it's the it's the other so this is a time of you know honest you know dialogue yeah intentional dialogue clear dialogue about who's doing who to what and da 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 and what's mine and what's yours and and then we can move on yeah in clarity in a healthy way so one last time yeah forgiving is part of the process of healing when i've been hurt but helping others to own their part is one thing that has to come first so i encourage you this week take up the sword take up the shield take up the cause and <laughs> yeah help everybody own their stuff namaste aloha so much love Ago, I wanted to just uh, tell you about what I mentioned in the report, the astrology of water and Pluto, Scorpio, and the 8th house. Two workshops coming up. Uh, the first one, the last week of September, and then in the Bahamas and in Florida, Daytona Beach, on the beach. Okay, we're going to be really delving deep into um, uh, two different workshops. Uh, Look for the full description at the link underneath uh, the notes here, but um, there's a couple of spots left in each one of them. Uh, the one is a little more intense. I'm with Brandy Joy in Daytona Beach. Uh, she will be bringing Tantra and emotional release, and we will really be delving deep into the mysteries of the eighth house. With the Bimini, Bahamas will be swimming with dolphins. It will be a lot lighter. We'll be jumping off the boat and just, um, yeah, having a, a real blast uh, and uh, doing some yoga and astrology along with our uh, dolphin connection. So I look forward to seeing you at either one of those events. You got to sign up right away, though, because they are right around the corner. I'm jumping on a plane next week. <laughs>